Hey friends, today we have on the show Stephen Aguirre, who is one of my favorite people in the world. We're speaking about the late, great Onichi Aguirre, his dad who passed away. Onichi had such a crazy influence on thousands upon thousands of people in churches spanning Africa, from South Africa all the way up to Nigeria, even here in America. I mean, the amount of people that were at his funeral, nuts. But how do we live in the shadow of such a great giant? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to talk. This is a good one. If you have some agusi soup laying around, get it. Get that water to wash your hands. Get them beads around your neck. Do some push-ups. And let's get it. In Search of Hope, coming at you now. I think we all can agree that life is hard. And it hits us in the roughest of ways. But somehow, we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? Have you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly? Got your heart broken? Just had so many rough things happen. How do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We're going to find out together. We're going to go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope podcast. Let's do it. I'm going to say it very excitedly. We finally have Steve <laughs> Maguire in the building. Whoa, how long have we been trying to get this going? Sheesh. Uh, since before the podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, man, I... um. You got sick. We were supposed to do it. <laughs> yes. I'm so uh, so grateful because, and I'm it's obviously favoritism, but you know, and I I don't know if it makes you uncomfortable when I say, it, but you're definitely my top three favorite preachers I'll or ministers. It. I'll take it. You know, top three. And I only say top three because you know I want to keep you humble. <laughs> I don't specifically have a top two other people. <laughs> To let you know that there's room for improvement. <laughs> um, so, you unfortunately were a trendsetter in our in our friend group, where your dad passed away first. Yeah, and then yeah. set off. A, Sorry, a, <laughs> Sorry for starting that. <laughs> it set off a terrible chain reaction. <laughs> I think. I think after your dad passed. It was just like yeah. the floodgates in the New York church, um, or maybe our just understanding. Sure. Just maybe we obviously we just logged on to it. Yeah, it's like, oh, definitely. this is a thing, you know, um, because Kyle's mom, mm-hmm. she passed like how long ago? Oh man, we were in high school for that. Um, so yeah, that was that was fun. And, and I mean, a lot of, I mean, I, I didn't really know her. Yeah. Um, I knew Kyle, of course. Uh, but it was it was definitely like before I like like got it got it yeah so yeah before like our minds kind of logged onto what yeah. life what we what we thought logging onto what life and yeah. being grown and mm-hmm. um so but first I want to uh I'm like I, I'm terrible at the introductions like <laughs> you know do you want to say what you do or does that even matter 
Tell uh, me what you do there. Sure. <laughs> well, I just I just listened to the um the 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 Drew morning one. Oh yeah. On, like on the way here. So so Drew dropped like a bunch of like IG stuff and uh, so yeah I mean you know my name is Stephen Stephen Aguaya and I my wife and I currently um, serve in the New York City Church of Christ uh, we had done college ministry like overseeing like different campuses and and that kind of iteration of young people for like a decade um, in in New York. And then in Maryland, and then Brooklyn, and now uh, we transitioned out of the college ministry, and are now kind of taking a like a holistic family approach. Yeah. Um. To to the the full time ministry. So we're in Harlem now, and um, and yeah, I, I uh, my wife and I kind of oversee the it's called the youth and family ministry, yeah. which uh, no one says youth anymore. <laughs> which I, it's just a weird, but I have to say it because that's what the title is. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, we try and provide a safe, a spiritual place for, for high school kids and younger, um, to get to understand God, but also like just be, be better members of their family. Yeah. Um, cause you, you know, you fix the family, you fix everything. So, that's a fact. That's, so, that's a fact. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Well, speaking of family, fixing families, your dad yeah. was such, um, a major, like person in the yeah. not even only the New York City church but like the international church yeah you know um like can you tell some about what are like some of the you know the church plantings he was a sure. part of and yeah yeah so my dad um uh my, so my, my dad Nigerian guy uh obviously um you can tell by the by the by the GPA in my voice <laughs> <laughs> my dad's Nigerian uh so he grew up in Nigeria and moved to the states mm-hmm. um for college and like banged out like like undergrad and masters in like three and a half years, Jeez. like something crazy like that. Working full time job and like other, other craziness. Sounds about right for Nigeria. Yeah, it sounds like right there. It's, like, it's not even that big of a deal. It's he like just, come on, okay. He came yeah. to America. <laughs> the rest of it is implied. Uh, so yeah, so he um he uh, started coming out to this church, the, uh, the New York City Church of Christ. And like really like like took it on, man. Like he was like, This is this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um uh actually like he was in the process of getting his PhD in accounting. Whoa. Um and was like that sounds about right. Exactly. <laughs> also not a big deal. Uh and he was I'm sorry, in economics, not yeah. accounting, economics. And then he was uh he was given an opportunity to go back to Africa to, to um uh help kind of like promote the gospel in Zimbabwe. And he was like, yo, let me just marry this girl real quick. (laughs) And so getting married and like right after the honeymoon, like moving back to Africa. Um, So there were, I mean, he was in, you know, uh, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Ghana, Zimbabwe. I said, uh, sorry, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Ghana, South Africa, Nigeria. um, As like establishing something over there and also kind of bounced around pretty much the entire, like the entire continent. Um, and if he wasn't planting it, he was going to like fix other people's plantings. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man, like he, he was, he did that for like, I guess visually like all of my childhood yeah. is what I saw him doing that. And then we moved back, we moved back to the States when I was 15. Um, so that first like zero through 15 
And so all, all I knew was like this guy, this guy uh, is a missionary. Yeah. I, I did though in school like say mercenary <laughs> by, by accident. Like I, I like I just kind of thought, oh, you, my parents are mercenaries, <laughs> and my dad's a big guy. So like, <laughs> so it, it added to his legend that he was once <laughs> uh, a mercenary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that that was kind of his the foundation of a lot of stuff that he, that he did was. It was just like yeah, like like showing up and like making making changes in yeah. places that he moved to. And it's kind of crazy that you know you essentially went to the family business. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you would think you know the firstborns, and normally mm-hmm. they say minister sons are the worst. We are. You you know like you, so the fact that you're you know you kind of followed suit. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that to really follow through. Like really happen. Yeah. What uh, happened there? So I want. I mean. I mean, this. I don't know if how much this fits with 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 the episode, but I I I always I thought my, what my dad was doing was cool. Yeah. But I didn't believe in it like theologically at all. Yeah. Um, for that first fifteen years. Yeah. Um, so I think growing up, well, I, when I, whenever I was like cognizant of like what I believed, mm-hmm. um, I didn't believe in the God of the Bible. Yeah. Um, so I respected that that what he was doing was like. Helping the poor and you know, providing yeah. hope to people that like need hope, but I didn't think the subject matter was accurate. Mm. Um, so I kind of moving back to America, well, moving to America for the first time, I, I thought was kind of like the beginning of my escape from yeah. just like Christian narrative. Uh, and then I, you know, I, I I thought that I had like information to like validate why I don't why I don't believe it. And uh, I, I do not. <laughs> uh, there was, I think, meeting young people that had answers was like, it was crazy. Like, like, like dialoguing with people that that knew how life worked through the lens of the Bible. Yeah. And it logically made sense. But then even like it, it makes sense like historically. It makes sense scientifically. So mm-hmm. there are things that like I, like I, I thought I had the trump cards, and I was like, nah. Yeah. Um, so after I kind of went from I don't believe it to I believe it, I thought that's kind of where I would cap. Yeah. Like, like cool. Like, you know, I, I believe this is true. I, I do want to live this way, but definitely not my dad, what my dad is doing. Yeah. That, that, that takes a lot of, uh, it takes a, like, like a very special kind of person to do that long term well and like not yeah. be drained all the time. And that's what he did. And I was like, you know, that that's fine. Like, you can do that. I wanted to be a lawyer. Ooh. Which is also not, not, Jamal, not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a lawyer slash doctor slash engineer. Uh, so the bare minimum. <laughs> yes. The bachelor's degree. <laughs> the high school graduation essentially of Nigerian culture. Uh, yes. Yeah, so and then um like I was I mean, like senior year of college, I'm thinking I'm gonna go into law school after yeah. this and then uh, uh our good friend scott davis mm. uh bad news scott bad news scott man <laughs> uh he he was in he was in new york for a while and then he moved out to maryland and he asked me to come out because uh, he was leading, leading our, our same church in a different location in maryland yeah he asked me to come out to interview for a ministry position over there and i said yes to the interview so i could hang out with scott like, <laughs> like I, had, I had no intention of like actually doing interview activities <laughs> yeah i just wanted to kick it with scott scott wasn't even there no like, he way wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> i was like yo what is this uh 
but we were there and then um, it, it got brought up that they were like sincerely thinking of hiring us and I was like shoot yeah why not man like Oof. it wasn't like this deep like it wasn't like a dream of mine yeah um, it just kind of I think when I looked at at the potential next four years of my life uh, it would have been being in a library a lot studying mm-hmm. a lot yeah. Um, which is, I mean, there's nothing bad, there's nothing, nothing wrong about uh, with that, but I, I had received like four years of ministry training as a college student just yeah. because there was no one there yeah. like, like doing that. And it, it would, it would pretty much be that four years that I wouldn't be able to use any of that. Um, uh, like, like immediately afterwards, just because my schedule was going to be so packed with like like paralegal stuff and mm-hmm. and um and research and just like being I mean and, and you have to I mean pe- people have to do that kind of stuff yeah but uh yeah I feel like um I'm still kind of wrestling with the whole calling like mm. concept yeah um I mean but Scott called <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Scott called me uh, that is a calling and I answered the phone <laughs> um, but yeah I think I saw I saw a need I saw a need there but i also feel like like if if enough people sat down with me you know and kind of wrestled with my craziness mm-hmm. to help me understand that like like god is real you know yeah. like and 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 has a plan that isn't just this kind of generic blanket statement but you can actually go investigate these mm-hmm. and figure out what that plan is yeah um and i felt like that was kind of a missing conversation in modern christianity mm-hmm. and if someone had it with me and i'm just gonna pocket it while i study to become a lawyer um then i might never get to like experience kind of like the 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 full circle like mm-hmm. like 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 pay it forward kind of thing yeah so i was like shoot yes god you know i'll, I'll work i'll work ministry up there yeah and that was honestly like it was honestly like it was that it was that not deep it wow. was just like Yes, I'll do it. Yeah. And then when we got into it, I was like, yo, this is a need. Like, there's there's just not a lot of young guys that that want to take this seriously. And yeah. if I'm a young guy that wants to take it seriously, then shoot, let me try, try and find more young guys that want to take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, 2013. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, <clears> like, <throat> like my, my dad... Man, I'm trying to remember the conversation. When I told him that like I got offered a position, he was like, "Yeah, all right." And so it was like my uncle. They were like, "Oh, sure, <laughs> okay, all right." Yeah. Um, I think. I think. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of like any other job that's that like emotionally demanding yeah i can see how like the correct father response isn't this like celebration because you know oh you know it's like it's like like you're, you're aware of if you're gonna do it right you're aware of the burden you're gonna have to take on um for not a lot of money you know so yeah. like, like it's, it's like you're 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 asking you're asking for a lot of you're walking into stressful situations um as your career now uh, and, wow. be, and because it's hard to look at it as a career, you kind of bring it into your house as well. So like it kind of, wow. it, it permeates everything. I, I, I do think I have a pretty good, like I'm off the clock kind yeah. of, kind of like, but it's hard to get out your head. You know, even, even right now, as I'm talking, I'm like, yo, 
there's a situation that's going on yeah. that like is very stressful that I have to kind of constantly have my wheels turning about with my very limited human ability, yeah. I have an ability to do something. So I have to kind of be thinking about like, how can I, how can I help? What can be done? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, you can't, you, it's hard to turn that off. Yeah. So I think my dad aware of that was kind of, you know, was very sober in his understanding of what I was taking on. Um, and then next thing you know, man, like, like I'm, I'm calling him for like ministry advice. Wow. Which is crazy. How was that? It was like, I would, on multiple occasions, I would mute the phone and cry. What? Yeah. Cause it was, it was so trippy. It's like, yo, like, this is, this is, I, I dead thought like, like this was never going to happen. Wow. Like from the, 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 the path of, I don't believe it, but I respect what you're doing to, I believe it, but I'm never going to do what you're doing. Sorry. My guitar was falling oh. on you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like that, that path. Um, and then like talking to him as a peer, like, yeah. like, 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 like we're, we're trying to get the same things done. I'm in Maryland. You're in New York. A situation came up. I trust your input. Like, dad, what would you think? Whoa. It was like tr- crazy. So yeah, on, 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 on multiple occasions, he would be talking and it's all, I mean, the stuff he's saying is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I would just, yeah, mute the phone and cry. Like, I cannot believe what's happening right now. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, just in like, in like this weird, like twilight zone experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, he was, it's funny. Like I, I would tell people that like, I don't get advice from my dad. I get instruction. <laughs> um, like, I, I want to say like, maybe like from 2012 onward, like I would treat his word like it was God talking. Wow. Like if he said, do this done. If he like, even, even if it goes against what like my, even honestly at times that like my wife wasn't like on board with the idea. If my dad said, here's what I'm thinking. That was my, we're going to do that. Wow. Um, which is also crazy because I was a rebel. I was a rebellious teenager. Yeah. You know, like I was like, yo, like bump this, you know? Yeah. So the, <laughs> the, the come around was crazy. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. What was also, um, real kind of trippy about that story is that you go to Maryland and your dad gets sick. Yeah. You know, wow. So now you're like, um, you're a minister in Maryland. He's still, he's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He gets sick. Let's pick up the story from there. Like, when did you find out? Sure. Well, uh, so he, he got sick while we were still here. Yeah. He got diagnosed, and I keep getting this date wrong. Um, he got diagnosed in 2011. Oh. 2011. If not 2011, maybe even 2010. Um, oh, that's when I first came. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I think it, because it, it was 2011. 2011. Oh, 2011. Yeah. Um, but like the, 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 the conversation around it was, he's got aggressive prostate cancer, but we're going to operate and he's going to be fine. Yeah. That was like, that was the, it's aggressive, but we caught it early. We're going to operate treatment. Um, he'll be like groggy for a little bit, but like, but like he's good. And, um, and what's interesting is that like, so, uh, my, my dad was like, he's, you know, Nigerian family, like 11 out of 13, out of, he was 11th out of 13 kids. Like, yeah. like, and of all the brothers, of all those brothers, like most of them have had, have had prostate cancer. Yeah. It was kind of like almost not a surprise 
because mm-hmm. his his older brother um, got treatment for the the same procedure a couple months before my dad did, mm. and like within forty eight hours was like back to work. Like, Whoa! Like cool, everything was good. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of anticipating something similar. Yeah. And uh, but I'm mean, so that's 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 right after the diagnosis. Diagnosis then scheduled the 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 operation and like the operation almost killed him really yeah like which is still kind of like confusing like like they um because that's that's not supposed to like that procedure is not supposed to be sure i mean every surgery is dangerous yeah but like we're just removing the prostate yeah you know like but he almost didn't come out of that whoa um and it's and he was in the hospital for like a week and a half oh geez um uh, you've you've had Noah on the podcast already, right? Yeah, yeah actually, I'm, I'm debuting his episode uh, uh, this week. Actually. Perfect. Say Friday, today. <laughs> yeah. So Noah's dad, like at one point, saved my dad's life, like in the hospital, mm. because like there was no there was no doctors on the floor, and yeah. my dad just like had a seizure in the bed. Whoa! And he, Noah's dad happened to be in the room and like brought him back. Um, but like that's not supposed to happen after the prostate yeah. surgery. Like it's just like this is everything was kind of from jump. It was like this is so weird. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, sure. Before we gloss over the fact that you know Noah's dad, yeah, saved your dad's life. Yep. You even talk about family and friendships. Yeah. I don't like you. Don't think anything's like. There's no coincidences in how exactly. friendships become family. Exactly. That just. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about yeah. it. Then also understanding what Noah's dad. And Noah would be going through exactly two years later. Yep, it's like trippy. This is just crazy. Whoa, yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, please. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, so yeah. So then the surgery, long recovery, but okay. Like it was weird, but we're good. Yeah. And, uh, it, I mean, it's it's all these medical terms that I think I've deliberately chosen to, to not understand. Yeah. Um, but nothing went right. Like the, like there, there was no point from diagnosis to him passing that we left the doctor's appointment and felt like, okay, like, like things are, things are getting better. It was constantly like, Hey, that didn't work. We're going to try something else or like, yeah. or like we're not seeing the, ex- the expected results on this one. We're going to uh, make some adjustments here and there. And he, I mean, he looked healthy yes. from shoot. I mean, like his, I mean, his whole life. Yeah. And then he, like, if he didn't tell you nothing communicated that he was sick. No. Um, from diagnosis through let's say November 2016. Mm, he passed um, 17. 2017. Yeah. yeah. So during that window, we we moved to Maryland. Yeah. Um, and he looks fine. I mean, I'm 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 on the phone with my mom a lot. Um, that same uncle who's a doctor. I'm yeah. talking to him very yeah. often to figure out like you know where things are at. Uh, we're having these ministry phone calls. Like I'm in Maryland. He, uh, he's he's in New York. And uh, yeah, just like like trying to figure out when this is going to get better because like it's kind of you're, you're you're expecting like the okay four things go wrong then something goes right yeah but it just kind of kept kept being weird um and we bought a house in maryland so i thought i was going to be in maryland until my kids graduate high school wow. um i had like this is where i'm going to live like my yeah. people, I've, I've moved around so much in my whole life like this this is i'm i'm settled here like enough already yeah. yeah uh and then father's day Twenty, Father's Day, twenty seventeen, which is June, I believe, right? Father's around June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we come, 
we come visit. I think we sh we, we come to New York on on a Saturday. Uh, Father's Day, like you know, festivities, cool. And then I'm driving back to Maryland uh, late, like midnight Sunday night. Yeah. And I tell my wife, like, yo, like this drive back is killing me. You know, mm. like, like it's it's a, it's a three and a half hour drive with no traffic. Which is kind of why we even chose America. Cause it's it's you, you, yeah. you can do that like in an emergency. You can just kind of get in the car yeah. and drive. But I'm like, yo, this this drive is like is driving me crazy. Like seeing where he's at, and le then driving away oh, to like I live somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, so it was just like, and I think so that was a that was a Sunday, and I think somewhere in that conversation, I verbalized like, I think we gotta like consider moving back. But that wasn't a plan to move back. That was just me kind of like trying to learn how to get my feelings out. Yeah. So that was a that was a, a Sunday. Um, I had a we had a meeting with with Scott. You know, yeah. Bad news, Scott. Bad news, Scott. Uh, on Tuesday, not about this, but he could tell that like I had a lot on my mind. Yeah. So he asked what I was thinking, and I told him like, yeah, this drive back is killing me, and um, you could tell that he had been like ex anticipating this conversation for yeah. for possibly years at this point wow and he said like yo you gotta move back um so that was june and i mean we, my wife and i were like we we talked about it some more trying to trying to figure out like what we're gonna do but i think i think when i said it to scott was yeah. when i was like yeah we're moving back uh so that was june and then like we're packing a U-Haul like four weeks after that. Wow! And we uh, we moved back to New York. What was it about that that find that that drive home that Father's Day that kind of made things click in you that you have to you have to come back? Yeah, I think it was it was just kind of feeling. So I think on on multiple levels, I think the 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 most like like jarring level was if I get a phone call that. That you, you, your dad's gone, then from that time to me seeing family would be at least four or four and a half hours, um, and I would have to drive, and that's and and that's just like that scenario, like I don't want that memory, you know, yeah. like I, I, I don't want that memory of like I wasn't there, and then I had to like scramble and find, you know and, and then find my keys and like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, like I don't I don't want that to be how I recall that going. You know? yeah. uh, Finding your keys yeah, stopping like, for gas. This? Exactly. <laughs> like is my easy passing like, it's just not <laughs> it's not how I want that to go. Uh, so that was the I think like the, the, the first level. Um and honestly like I did I did think in the back of my mind, like, even, like, if I'm coming back to witness the miracle of him getting better, then I want to be there for that. Yeah. You know, like, like, if this ends up being, like, we think it's bad, new treatment, whatever, 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 and he gets, like, 10, 15 more years, then I feel like I would much rather be present for that yeah. than phone calls and FaceTime, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So, I think, so both of those, but then also kind of feeling like, well, if, if he's not going to get better, um then i'm the i'm the i'm the oldest child in this situation yeah um i know that like i can't like there's only so much that i can do with my hands you know like like there's i think i'm very aware now especially of like the 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 limits of my 
abilities. Mm. Um, and even like, I mean, train, master, whatever gift you want. Like we're very limited. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to like illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like if, I, if I'm here, I know that I can't necessarily fix anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, if someone needs someone to go run and get, and get something from, from Walgreens, yeah. like I'll do it, you know, yeah, like, yeah. or if, if we've got to clean the gutter, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, my, I have a, uh, my brother, uh, uh, 25 super, I mean, he's super able, like yeah. he's super capable of like, sorry, 26. Um, like he can, he's very capable of, of taking care of all this stuff. Um, but so am I, you know, mm. so like, uh, so you're like, the oldest. Yeah. You're Nigerian. Yeah. You know? So let me, so let me, uh, so I'll come back. Yeah. Um, and funny, like it kind of like, that was like the, the extent of it. Like, um, even thinking like, which, which one do I regret like exponentially less? Uh, if I, if I don't move and he passes, the regret that I feel yeah. is just rough, man. Like, yeah. And how do I communicate with, like that to my son when he's like 15, 16 about like making like life decisions? Oh. It just like, like that, all, all of these things are like, yeah, just, I'd much rather tell him that we kind of moved hastily. Um, we had no tenant to, to take the house that we bought. Uh, we had no job lined up. Wow. And we moved back like from my dad. I'd much rather like help it, like be an irresponsible, like, financial decisions situation then tell him like yeah in order to kind of maintain the stuff that we had i stayed and then visited every now and then you know so you're right yeah i think i think just look like going forward and thinking about like a retrospective view of things it was like yeah man i gotta there's no scenario where i don't move back wow um and then we moved and he passed 27 days later was that oh it was quick Whoa! Was, yeah, yeah. So when, when we when we got back, um, we were doing like we had just started in house hospice. Uh, yeah. But so so I, so I got back on a uh, I got back on a Monday, and then that Wednesday I went to like I, I was on a uh, went to this conference in in North Carolina. Yeah. So Wednesday through monday so like like the first week i pretty much wasn't there yeah um so that it takes 27 down to 20 days and then right while i was in california um north carolina i got a call from my mom saying that like we're gonna take him to the hospital to kind of help with the pain stuff yeah and that was supposed to be he's gonna get medication and then come back home but then when i got back they're like yeah he's probably not gonna leave the hospital so that that the last three weeks was my mom and i kind of taking rotations being in the hospital room with him, you know, all day. Yeah. Um, Your mom was a trooper, man. Oh, more he is a trooper, that. like more than more, that. Yeah, yeah, I ain't seen nothing like that. I would crazy see them in the hospital, and she when she would when they would walk by where I was working. Yeah. Um. Well, I, so the people who don't know, so they were getting treated at the hospital I was working at yeah. as a unit assistant, where I'd like feed you information when you yeah. were at when you were in Maryland. Yeah. Um. And uh, when your mom would walk by where I, where I was sitting, she would uh, like she would just call out the room number where they're at. Yeah. So just to let me know, all right. So I'll go pop in and just you know show face for sure, or just not because sometimes which we appreciate a lot. Oh, I amen. Communicated that, but like that, that's meant a lot to my family. Amen, amen. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it because I'm get emotional, and this is a yeah. you know just this entire conversation is just 
it's me one step away from bawling in tears, sure. just so you know. Yeah. So I'm trying to stay right behind <laughs> that. Uh, uh, whew, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So your mom was. Uh, I ain't seen nothing like that. Yeah. Like when you when you think about people talk about commitment to each other. Sheesh. It's like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Like that's a your mom's birthday. Your mom had a birthday out there, right? She was in a hospital. At the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I think I heard some cookies that she. I don't know if she even liked, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I was like, okay, yeah. See, that's that's the type of like when now we think about marriage versus what you see now. Sure. It's like, oh, they're doing a different thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I need to investigate some of that. Yep. You know. Um. So sorry. Sorry to jump off. So no, no, that's twenty really days. Real. Yeah. 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 So uh, twenty days of us kind of rotating in the hospital. Um. It's funny, man. Like even like about my mom. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I've been in hospitals like where like friends and family have passed away before, and I've seen doctors and nurses' reactions. Yeah. And um, and like. Oh, goodness, man. Like the medical field is is, is so emotionally taxing. Yeah. Like just kind of. Especially, especially if you're like in the cancer ward. Yeah. Like it just like it's it's. Hats off to to, to you guys, man. Like like anyone that 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 does that as their job. Yeah. Um, but I've seen I've seen, doctors have to keep it moving. Yeah. And I've I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen nurses kind of like have to, and because you can't because you can't, man. Like like you're if you if you personalize it too much, there's someone in the other room, you know. Yeah. Like, so I've seen that. But yo, the entire I think I think when the the staff saw my mom, yeah, for those three weeks when my dad passed, it wrecked them. Yeah, it compl- like like I remember like not even like thinking too much about it. Like I went to go thank some some of the the, the nurses for uh for for what they did. I mean, I'm talking like within the hour of my dad passing, like, and they were like hiding. Wow, they were like like off, you know, like like crying in the corner. Yeah. But I think a part of that was kind of seeing how much my mom cared. Yeah. Um and how like how much she did. Uh but it was that man, it was that for three weeks. I mean it was that for their whole marriage. <laughs> like, it, it like, yeah, she, she didn't just show up. Like, like, fourth quarter. <laughs> like, Drop eighty. Yeah. yeah, no, it was like this this was her. Like like nothing changed. It yeah. just happened to be the back end of his life. Yeah. But this is kind of what she did. Yeah. Um so so yeah, so we're in the hospital and uh and I think I think the hospital is where I kind of I don't think it's not giving up hope necessarily because in my understanding of how the, the body and the soul work, mm-hmm. like death is a required step yeah. for us to get what we actually want. Yeah. Um, so, it's, so like, it wasn't like a giving up hope as much as it was, okay, this is probably where we're going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like we're, especially when, when, um, I guess backtracking like a couple months, my dad had planned for us to go to Nigeria in December and I kind of like, I never really agreed because I'm like, <laughs> I just, I don't, these dr- driving 20 minutes in the car is like, we have to prep all day for that, you know, because like, because oh, like, he, he's in so much pain. Yeah. So yeah, like, how are we going to fly to Nigeria? Yeah. You know, like, like, honestly, I think he was trying to be sneaky and like die over there mm, so that he can be buried over there. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> 
I love I love Nigeria, but um, it's just easier to to do it here. That's uh, a that's a whole other podcast episode yeah, we need to have about for sure. the family oh, dynamics yeah. the, when it comes the to Nigeria. Good, bad and the ugly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So like when we're at the hospital, I'm now pretty convinced that this is probably it. Yeah. Um, but so it's like 20 days of that. Uh, How was that? Um, that waiting and not knowing. You know, I think I don't know. I don't know like what you're supposed to do. You know, like I like I don't know like the right way to handle those situations. Yeah. Um, I think what what I saw both my mom and I and my sister. My sister was also like like she was honestly as present as my mom was. Yeah. Um, but she is, I think, more quiet about the stuff. Mm. So people probably don't know yeah. how much... Like, she, honestly, like, almost the exact same role that my mom played, my sister played as well, mm. towards the back end of things. Yeah, like, she was very, very active um, during all this. But she's just quiet. She's very quiet. So you just... You wouldn't know. You forget that she's... You wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... So, yeah, I think I think we just tried to, like, rather than maybe get paralyzed by the nature of the situation. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, what does he need? If he needs water, let's get him water. Yeah. And like, we can control that. Like I I can, I can, that's 100% in the realm of what I'm able to do and see an immediate result uh, from it. Um, If he needs like, like, like uh, a foot massage, if he needs the bed adjusted, if he needs a nurse to come and like, like up, up the, the, the pain meds, these are all things that, that we can control and execute. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, we never spoke about that and just kind of how we operated yeah. for those 20 days. Like, well, like, like what's, and it's, it's funny, like people would, people would come and visit us and ask us what we need. I'm like, I don't really, like, I don't know. Like, like what, what was someone like, can you fix it? Cause if you can't fix it, then like, stop asking me what I need. Oh uh, yeah. So it just kind of went right back to like, oh. just let's, let's like get him jello. If he yeah. wants jello, get, get, get him porridge. If he wants porridge. Yeah. Um, and that kind of became <clears throat> how we existed for those for those twenty days. Yeah. I mean, more than that, but I think very much in those th- th- that last those last twenty days, like super hyper focused, very, you know. Because I think I mean, and I think again, it wasn't it wasn't deliberate like we talked or thought about it that much. Yeah. But I feel like stepping back, we wouldn't have been able to do those things. Yeah. If we had stepped back at the time, because mm. the, the, the 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 bigness of the situation. I guess it's hard to see like the minute needs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because we had maybe for self-preservation, like yeah. pressed so close in. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all we did. You need a pillow. We can get your pillow. You need yeah. a, you know, you want the lights down. We'll turn the lights down. Yeah. And that was kind of, that was it. Uh, and then he, I mean, and he was still kind of talking. Um, I think I'll say like if in the, in the 20 days, maybe like the, 15 or 16 yeah um he was sleeping for most of the day yeah um but still kind of able to have like dialogue kind mm. of um and then it was like almost nothing for the for the last couple of days yeah um but but yeah it just like find like what 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 is, what is he telling us that he wants yeah and then we're just gonna go get that it's kind of crazy how like our worlds, when we push, like you say, press so far in, yeah. our worlds essentially are just, this room is our world. Sure. This room. Yeah. I remember uh, like going through that with, with my dad where everything was the room. Everything. 
and to leave the room was to leave the yeah. world. Yeah. You know, where it, it's like, you know how it's hard to get out of Earth's orbit. Sure. Like, it's hard. It's hard. Because gravity's pulling you back in. Mm-hmm. But once you pop out of it, it's like, oh, yeah, there is a whole thing out here. Like, um, you know, uh, when my dad was like close to the end, mm-hmm. um, I was so focused in the room. And I remember CJ telling me that she had to, she had to leave um, because she was also practicing her boundaries. Because I'd be in there eight hours yeah. or whatever. And she had a few months prior lost her grandma. So it was... Yeah. It was just so much where she was like, okay, she needs to create boundaries, sure. like, health, like healthy, no, responsible sense. boundaries. So she was like, she was going to leave. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll walk you downstairs. We're going to go get some coffee. Um, so we went downstairs and then we stepped outside and it was a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful day. Yeah. You know, it was the weirdest thing yeah. where like, I think it was October at mm-hmm. the time and I'm, I'm looking up. And it, it, I was just so shocked at how the world keeps moving. Sure. Yo. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I feel angry at people who are still living. Yeah. You know, who are like walking outside the room making jokes. And, yeah. you know, it's like, wait, I, I want to yell out, yo, can y'all all just shut Don't you know my yeah. dad is dying in here? It's like, yeah. what? Well, in the room, it's just yep. the weirdest. You know what's crazy? They're like, I did when we were, so this is still like when we, when we were in in Maryland I, I had an appointment with this guy at a one of the schools out there and we're talking actually like a pretty you know pretty intense situation and in the reflection of the of the Starbucks that he's back was facing I see like an old man in a bench behind us look like he kind of leaned over to lay down on the bench and I remember like acknowledging it, like that's, that's that's weird. Like in the middle of the day, um, we're on a college campus. Like you wouldn't expect like an older gentleman to just kind of like take a nap on a bench um, because we're, in, we're like it's a hustle and bustle of like like school stuff. And then like so watching in the reflection, and then kind of like looking back, and uh, people kind of come close to the uh, to, to to the bench, and then like there's an ambulance that shows Whoa. up, and dude just like he just died. Like, just right there. Like, right, I mean, a small circle kind of, like, form. Because, I mean, because people are like, Yo, what, what, you know, what's going on? But this this dude just died. He was a professor at, this, at the school. Whoa. Just died. And, I mean, of course, like, my conversation with, with, with the guy, like, like we're, we're in the circle now. Um, and we go and sit. And like you're saying, dude, like, like five minutes later, it's just a college campus. It's like, like people, people are drinking their Starbucks. Like, what? And it's like, what? Like, like, like death just happened. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, keep, keep it moving for, for, for the people that are unaware. Yeah. Just keep it moving. You know? Wow. And I think like the same situation, man, like, like you, you walk out of that, of that space and everyone just kind of doing their thing. And it looks so crazy. Yeah. Like, it looks like, like people are so insensitive. Like, nature is insensitive. Yeah. Like, the music is insensitive. Like, yeah. like, like everything is like, don't, don't you guys get it? But just... I mean, the, the opposite is pretty... Dep- I mean, if, if everyone constantly operated like they were in the room, it would be a, <coughs> a sad place to be. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy, man. Done. Yeah. Get done. It, just, it just, like like, you know... Like people are people are constantly dying. Yeah, 
Like, this is, like, the nature of life. True. Like, if we were to act right now as if we were in a room, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation because of not. we would need to be quiet and yeah. respectful yeah. to the fact that someone just, you know... Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a trippy thing that I'm still trying to wrap my mind around and maybe I shouldn't try yeah. because it's kind of... Um, Jeez, um, yeah. where were we? Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, the oh, we're in the room. The twenty days yeah, within, yeah, yeah. within the twenty days, and the twenty days are now trickling down. I still remember where I was when I got that message from mm-hmm. Griggs. Yeah, um, Hannah texted him because we knew it was kind of knew it was kind of yeah. in the ether, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, I remember I was in that room on the other side of this uh, other side of this, the basement. I think my guitar was in there, and I was writing something down. Um, was it on the twenty seventh? Twenty seventh. Oh, did you yeah. did you say earlier? Uh, I I I might have. I don't know. It was August twenty seventh. Did you? Maybe did you say it earlier? I, I mean, we, we could chat. Yeah. Oh. Eventually. Well, I don't. Maybe not. I don't. I don't think I did. Well, I don't know. Well, that I guess the date. Yeah. Stood out. You yeah. know. Um. And normally dates don't. I'm not good with dates, but. Sure. I don't know if I wrote it. Th- anyway, it... Huh. Well, that's freaky. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at dates. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that day, mm-hmm. I was that... Can you take us... Jeez, this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... The night before was bad. I wasn't there. So my mom spent the night the night before, and there was some, like, family issue... Um, that that happened that uh, my mom called and said like can you come Oof. Um, so I think I I think I showed up at like 3 in the morning oh, shit. Um, 3 in the morning uh, thinking that I was going to stay so my mom could like go home and rest and then we we're going to switch again so yeah. I, could, I could go to, I could go to church yeah um, but then when I heard what happened I was like nah I'm, I'm probably just I'll just stay and you can you know so that was from Sunday, from early morning through like noontime, uh, it's you know like like I don't know if they do it anymore, but like in the movies, it's got like the heart like monitor, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, like, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there wasn't that, but there was this kind of machine that was always beeping. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of like sitting down next to him, just kind of watching his chest. Yeah. Uh. And he would say like long, like deep breaths yeah. where it would just like stop mm-hmm. and you would think that was it. Yeah. And then, you know, he'll uh, kind of like, like, like inhale again. Yeah. Um, I call them small breaths or something like that. Yeah. Sorry, but not that we care about the medical no, terms. Can, yeah. Sense. Yeah. So, um, at that point it was myself, my mom had come back. So like yeah. we're like in the afternoon of this, maybe like two in the afternoon at this point. It was me, my mom, my sister. Um, same doctor, his brother, yeah. uh, had come and his wife. Oh, so it was the five of us. Uh, and I was in the room and I left, I left, I think I took a phone call. I did something where I had to like step out of the room to do it. Yeah. And at that point it was just my mom in the room. And then I came back and it was my mom kind of, and, and then the doctor was there and trying to figure, like, and the doctor was, like, checking something. 
And I think before the doctor confirmed it, my mom kind of looked over and, and she was like, he's gone. Um, and honestly, like my first, I mean, you know, it's almost like you emotionally practice this in your head for, yeah. like for, for weeks at this point. But my first thought was like, yo, at least he's not in pain anymore. Yeah. You know, like, like that was absolutely like very much a, a relief, like, oh, yo, like creep, like almost like joyful. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like, oh, okay. Sheesh. Finally. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Because, you know, I think, uh, my my dad put on like a brave face, I think, to the masses. Yeah. But like seeing him, like just me and him, like it was it was suffering for a long time. Yeah. So kind of being aware that, regardless of what you believe about about what happens at this point. Yeah. I know physically he's not feeling anything. Yeah. Um. Not feeling that exactly. That was... exactly. So so that was like a okay well. And it's weird. It's almost like like you don't acknowledge that he's gone. Yeah. It's just that he's not in pain. Yeah. Um. Because he's like you're you're looking at him in the bed. You know. Yeah. So like he's here, but no longer in pain. It's like illogical, like rapper, like ju- like self justification of, yeah, of yeah. Why, why you feel what you feel. Um. So. It was first that, and then like, uh, then my sister walked in, mm. and I kind of kind of was like, like. Ish, like, I I, I want to kind of still be here, like for I mean, it's, I I I can't be there for my dad anymore, you know, like like I'm not I'm not helping him, yeah. So like I think I ha- I had my my hand on his wrist, and then somehow like floated to where my sister was, yeah. Um, I didn't really say anything. I was just kind of standing next to her, uh, and and then it's kind of like, okay, like this is happening. And my uh, uncle and aunt come back in the room, and you know, ag- again with the Nigerian episode that we'll eventually do, yeah, like, we're big, loud, like very emotionally, like dramatic people, yeah. And initially, I was like, please don't go there, yeah. Like, please, like, like I don't, I kind of like, I just, I don't want, I don't want to hear anything right now. And yo, they they turned off, like they were they were very, they were very quiet. Wow. You know, I think she uh, she. Uh, she kind of was just like talking about like she essentially kind of did a eulogy yeah. like right there yeah just yeah like, but like very very calmly talking through his life um like very kind of wow. like like very hollywood actually like yeah. just kind of hearing yeah hearing this like uh, what the hero has done yeah. and he's done this kind of like a lord of the rings exactly, type of thing exactly so she's doing that Oof. um uh I think my mom is kind of like we're kind of mirroring right now. So where I'm standing, she's kind of in, in the other end. Yeah. And then uh, I called my wife, and I'm. I think both of us have kind of forgotten the details. I think I either said I, I said can can you come to the hospital now? Wow. Um. And I think I'm pretty sure I told her when she came out the elevator. Um. And I had to do that trip three times. So it was like wow. elevator for Hannah. Then I called my brother. Ah. I had elevator for my brother. Did you tell him over the phone? No, nah, I, I told him on the elevator. Like, okay. when, like when, when they came out. I just, I felt like I don't want him to drive. Was so, that? Same, same issue that I had. Yeah. About the, the Maryland drive. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want him to be driving after hearing that. Yeah, yeah. You have, have to find his keys. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, Oof. yeah. So that was, I mean, I, can, I mean, I'm sure I can find the paperwork somewhere about what time it was. I just remember like when... 
when when my wife came, it was definitely still bright outside. Like four o'clock. And then something like that. And then yeah. when we when we left the the hospital, it was like nighttime, nighttime. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I'm like I don't know where five hours went, but it was like night night. Um, after uh when when we left, and honestly. I just remember, and I, I only remember, I only remember that because we actually, so we, we came in, in three cars. I drove my, I drove one of my dad's cars, Hannah drove my car and my brother drove his car. And it was, it was the, it was the, it was us. And we left my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone just thought. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought that someone else had her. So we're like on the highway and, and she calls like yo we're like where are you guys? Yeah. Like, where are you? <laughs> so the only reason I remember anything about that evening was because I had to drive back and, and pick her up. Uh <laughs> just Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And yeah, that was it. That's that's like that's legit all I remember. Now we had I had already, I think earlier on that week, I had started visiting like funeral homes. Um mm. uh I think just to keep myself busy. Yeah. Like and I don't I mean I I I I think my mom kind of prompted it. Uh but I was like look just look, looking for venues. Um so like like that next morning, like like you know, we went right back to the funeral home and kind of went through that process. Uh, Wait, before we before we move on to the funeral home, yeah, um, and I get you another bottle of water. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because this is you know the fact that I have you, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna go through things, um, and we even split this episode into two two parts. Sure. Like I want to wrap this portion up before we go into the funeral because the funeral is a whole nother. Yeah. Like. It, it reminded me of that uh, that um, DC comic with Superman, uh, Funeral for a Friend. Yeah. Where they have all these heroes. Yeah, I've seen that. That, yeah, that joint yeah. is nuts. And the funeral was yeah. nuts. It was nuts. It was nuts. Um, because it really speaks to the character of your dad. Yeah. Which is like, no, it's legit. You can make a crazy impact on people. Yeah. Like, it's legit evidence yeah, of yeah. if you live a life committed to something yeah. you could legit have a, a a crazy impact but we'll say that for the second half but i want to wrap up i want to talk about this uh just <clears throat> so in that room because i know yeah. um uh like um when i was looking at the body of of my dad mm-hmm. which at this point doesn't look like exactly it doesn't look anything like the person yeah because you know um one like say if you know if it's if it's cancer just you know what happens medically sure you don't look the same mm-hmm. you know um but then also what happens from my point of view spiritually mm-hmm. um where like it it kind of just reinforced the fact that we aren't just bodies sure you know we're not just this that you see moving around because yeah there is more than just there is an essence of a person yeah. that is no longer there, and it kind of just seems like, you know, like a, an. I was in New Orleans, uh, I think a year after Hurricane Katrina, sure, helping clean up, and we would drive down, um, 
when we were driving down like the freeway, the guys would point out, you know, the different houses. This is this, this is that. And some houses you can see from the front through mm. all the way to the back because there's nothing in there anymore. Yeah. And they would also have numbers painted on the, um, spray painted on the, the house to show how many bodies were found in there. Man. But the crazy thing about the houses were they were so hollow. Yeah. Not just absent of furnishing, but just. Yeah shells sure and then when i was when i saw my dad's body it reminded me of that yeah it's like it's like the spirit is the family in the sure. home this uh the the furnishing yeah the everything <clears throat> and then once that goes somewhere else yeah we're just like shells like what do you what do you think about that yeah no that's real man i think ex- ex- especially like again like if, if you if you just look at a like before and after photos yeah of my dad, like, like he's like, yo, actually, during the procedure, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of medical students come in to to like look at his, look at the body, so, so the the surgeon can give them a visual of what a perfect body looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like, like here's here's what your your textbooks here's like a real image of what your textbooks show. Yeah, like he was like like in perfect shape. Yeah. You know? um, so I think to see to see that, and then to like honestly see see a shell, you yeah. know, like, like like the color was different, mm-hmm. like his just like like his his face looked different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think there, there it, it it definitely kind of communicates that like that like there's there's weight um mm-hmm. to like to our soul like yeah. like like actual tangible like heavy like you can put on a scale you know like like yeah. it, and it has an effect on uh. And even like the physical, you know. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think, I think part of, part of what happened with with the people that were in the in the room often, yeah, was that we saw, and I'm, I know medically this was obviously not the case, but I think we started our his he's gone process when he got there, the twenty like day day one of the twenty, yeah. Um, that he might have like died on the twenty seventh, but I think we kind of saw that soul thing kind of like like seeping out enough mm. that we're aware that okay like this this is again like probably it yeah um so I think kind of seeing that just like validates this you know that like like when when that part of you is gone or is leaving um it just like it's not. It's not even that, like it's not like it makes you a different person. It just like like a like a bottle of water mm-hmm. is a is a whole different entity when there's water in it. You know, mm. like 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 the 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 water. Like I I would you almost like you don't even refer to it as bottle. It's like this is water. Yeah. You know, even though it's like it's being housed by the bottle, and that's kind of like it's just like no one's asking for a bottle. They're asking for water. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think when when that thing is gone, it just becomes plastic. Like True. it's just, just kind of like this, this thing that that you acknowledge that once held something of value. Yeah. Um. But now it's just it's just not that when it's not there. Yeah. Um. So I think like very similarly in this situation, like it was so clear that there was something there. Yeah. At one point. Um, and that thing that was the value more, I mean, more than the, more than the physical, Yeah, you know, because you can do a lot more with water than you can do with like, like, you know, a bottle, a bottle. Yeah. You know, so I think even more than the physical, that part that 
feels and experiences and and uh, all the stuff that like surpasses physical like touch um when that's gone it's like it's <coughs> it's obvious and that's you know that's kind of what what it looked like yeah. um during that uh during that process man how do we live our lives with that knowledge like what I do, <laughs> I'm putting more on you. Good question. <laughs> because man, like if we kind of held with held to that that very real reality that yeah. we often forget. Yeah. That we just often forget. Like I wonder how our lives would look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, uh, it's it's hard. I don't think we were ever meant to understand death. I think mm. I think the way that, again, like regardless of what of, of where, where your like religious stances are and, and and what you believe about this stuff, I think if you look at like someone can get over their fear of heights by skydiving and kind of like like freaking that out of their system. Yeah. Um, because someone sky skydived and survived and they can talk about it because yeah. they've, ex- they've experienced this thing that they can explain and or like like spiders or public speak like, like yeah. they're, they're things that you can like experience and come out of yes but then with death it's like what do you do you yeah. know like like we we don't know we haven't we don't have the ability to talk to someone who survived death yeah um because it, like once it happens it's 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 done so mm-hmm. i think like there's a level of understanding that we just like we don't have the data mm-hmm. because no one can talk about it yeah um so if that kind of confusing narrative, um, it makes it, I guess, depending on what camp you lie on, it, it kind of makes it frustrating. Mm. Um, because like, cause all we know how to do is mourn incorrectly. That That's kind of like, like what, like, like that's, that's humans best. That, 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 that's what we have polished or nailed down. Yeah. So like we just know how to like mourn badly. <laughs> uh, so it's just it's it's weird man so like i think because we don't understand it i think we can we can do like the best of our ability to like pick up the pieces yeah and like make something out of that um because i mean you you have to be like pretty heartless like to not to not be affected you know and it just yeah that's 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 a, a a bad place to be um but i think we just try and be and just kind of like how like we would do like the if you need water we'll get you water if you need yeah. a pillow like like those are things were in our control yeah. and the death wasn't i think in the same way like whatever you can do is within your control you just master that yeah um, because i think because maybe even like trying to analyze death so much stepping back kind of does the same thing like kind of it paralyzes you from taking care of what you actually can control um, so I, I, I think like it's maybe because we're designed to not really get it that there was kind of some wisdom in that because if we did we wouldn't do anything um, but whatever we can do like just to do that really well yeah like like ha- have have an impact like have an effect and it's, it sounds corny but at the end of the day like if you don't do that then like what like what are you what are you doing you know? True, and it doesn't have to be this like grand scale, like affect a thousand people. It's like, brother, like just like just do do your thing, well, mm. you know, like, like like just do do like your do your corner, um, 
well and trying like and, and and make sure you're taken care of you know yeah. like if, if you can help someone help someone yeah um because at some point like we don't have the ability to do that anymore even before even before death like like, yeah. like if you know like just just it, there's so many things that can happen that can limit you from doing what you can do other than dying yeah um, so as long as you have an ability to do something just like just do it man you, and you talked about uh, affecting thousand people you may not do that well your dad did yeah and <laughs> and uh and because of what he did i myself was directly affected because he had you sure he <laughs> then you know raised you uh but then in the effect of that then us meeting you know mm. that's a whole let's let's stop this episode right here <laughs> um you know the sad thing is because once we stop that they're gonna have to wait oh probably a week before they get the second half um is there anything you want to hold them over with some kind of inspiration? <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure this stuff out. Yeah, you know, that's uh, <laughs> just, just, just trying to figure it out, man. So as long as you're figuring it out, there you I, go. I think you're, you're so good. hold, Meg, as hold your positions. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stop. We're gonna take a bathroom break, <laughs> and then we're gonna come back with the second half of this. <laughs>